Welcome back to the Gospel Sports Truths Podcast. I'm your Jose, along with my guys, Young Vander and King Ron, bringing you the truth unapologetically as we see it. Today's show is all about the money. We'll take a deep look at the updated NFL salary cap, the fallout from those behind the power curve. Uh, make sure that you're following us on YouTube at the Gospel STP. And we'll be on all major podcasting platforms as well. If you need to get any information to us, email us at thegospelstp at gmail.com. Let's go right ahead and hop into it. If we have any audio issues, um, I'm giving you a heads up ahead of time. Vander's on remote, so he's uh, hopping in and getting it done uh, while taking care of other business and all that kind of good stuff. So welcome back this week, young Vander. I know the people missed you. Uh, let's go ahead and hop right into it. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys have seen by now the video of the Cam Newton camp incident. I don't know how it is that I think this is like maybe his second or third incident at a camp where people just not not necessarily attacked him like they did in this one. But it's like somebody's always disrespecting or, you know, acting as if they're doing him a favor by showing up to his camp. And it's just interesting to me. I, I I don't know if it's something that he says to other people or just a vibe that he gives off that people think that it's okay to come in him a certain way. But um, yeah, that, that's probably a mistake that they, that particular group of people and most other people won't make again. But um, what did you guys think about that situation? And what do you think Cam is doing to provoke these incidents? Or is it something that he's doing, I guess? Uh, well, to me, the thing that he's doing to provoke it is showing up. Um, okay. It's the inner city. You know what I'm saying? These these type of people and kids. And once you have somebody of Cam's status, um, walks of life, once they come back down, it's not always welcome with a open arms and a hug. You know what I'm saying? It's like, who does this dude think he is? He think he that. That's the kind of vibe I get from it. Um, and this is mixed with competition. So you got football, right? Competition, um, mixed with you know a little bit of jealousy. I think envy for a guy like Cam. You know what I'm saying? And then because now when people want to attack, um, there was a video that came up prior. Uh, one of the coaches was saying, you know, oh, he's supposed to be Atlanta savior hero. He he can't. You know, he he not even accurate. You know, you talk, you're trying to attack him as a player himself. Um, so when you start talking things like that, and you've never been in the league, number right. one. I've been in the league. I've been in the league. And you work a nine to five or whatever you do, and you attacking me about how I play. So when you already got that kind of thing mixed with, you know what I'm saying, with, with the heat of competition, then this is going to be the end result. I think it's a lot of... Like uh, the piggyback, piggyback off that, it's a lot of jealousy in that. Because, uh, like, like Barry alluded, alluded to the, the the video that he put up put up before when I saw it, he was like, "Oh, thank y'all, man, a hero. He not like that. He can't beat me." I'm like, and immediately I took it as there had to have been like a, a a fight or argument thing because I know he wasn't talking about like the actual football. Like, it we don't even have to have a discussion about that, or unless he was talking about Cam coaching the team and he was, but. And, and and uh they did an interview, like the two coaches did like an interview like the next day. And he was like, Oh yeah, you ain't see Cam talking junk or whatever. I'm like, bro, have you ever watched Cam Newton play football? Like 
Like, that's what he does. Like, you know, he did, so, right. Right. You know, so you mean to tell me you couldn't take that? But they, they said they kind of, he grabbed one of the guys who were like smaller. That's in the in the video when you see the other guy came and punched him. He was like, that's a result of him grabbing. He basically said Cam grabbed the other dude first. That's why he jumped in or whatever. I'm interested to see what uh, uh, Cam's podcast, what his response is. But like, it was just like, I, I think it was trash talk that they couldn't take it. Um, I don't see Cam as a person that's going to like grab somebody because I, I look I look back to when him and Kelvin Benjamin had a little respect the way he just let me I just want to talk to you bro like we ain't got to do all this let me talk to you type thing so uh I think it's probably that uh, they could and take it like Barris that they make a name for themselves jealousy all of that like but they learn about running up like you haven't watched this guy dodge six six three hundred pound people trying to tackle him and that's what you think you're gonna try to do. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it, it, to me, it was it was a disgrace on their part. I, I couldn't even watch all the interview. I turned it off once they were talking because Cam is being Cam. And you can't take that. You shouldn't be at the camp. Absolutely. You, you should know who it is that uh, you're aligning yourself with and, and know what you're able to stomach before you decide that that's the move that you're going to make. I kind of feel like they were asking Cam to be someone other than himself. And then being upset with him for being him, that that dog don't hunt. So, yeah. Uh, now, something that was <laughs> something that I found out today from Barry actually that was as surprising. The Vikings are possibly looking at going with Sam Darnold to replace Kirk Cousins if they can't figure out the contract situation with Kirk Cousins. Um, now, uh, along with that. Right now, what's going on is Justin Jefferson is looking at um, basically attempting to make quarterback money, and that's going to put them in a scenario where they may not be able to pay some of the other upper echelons, um, namely, you can't pay two quarterbacks on the same team. He's trying to get quarterback money, so that, that may be what causes them to go a different direction as far as Cousins is concerned, but Justin Jefferson also put it out there that whether or not he signs an extension may be predicated upon the quarterback situation. So I I don't know how this is going to go for the Vikings uh, on either front. Uh, Ron, why don't you go ahead and start us out with that one? Yeah, I, um, I, mean, I mean, we touched based on this a little bit last week. Um, and and, and uh, a, a saying that I like to say a lot when I see teams make moves that I don't think they should make moves. Uh, it was like, it's the Vikings. They're going to remain the Vikings. Like, if you get rid of Kirk Cousins, like, if you get rid of Kirk Cousins, I don't see Sam Donald being a way to telling Justin Jefferson if you were signing back, hey, listen, we're moving in the right direction. Just hold tight. You know, we got a replacement for him. Like, I don't see that happening anyway. So if you're going to get rid of Kirk Cousins, my thing is to try the best thing to sign and trade at the draft. Or, or you know, or, or you know, trading with somebody who's going to get, or, and get one of the younger guys. Like uh, Sam Donald, no disrespect, like Sam Donald, I think he would perform well in uh Spanahan system because of the actual system. I think once you take him out of the system, we've already seen what that looks like. Even if you don't want to count him with the Jets, uh, with the Panthers, you know, he had some you know, roller coaster time there. I just don't think that's it. You're going to frustrate the guy. I mean, of course, if you pay Justin Jefferson, what do you want? You got it. You're like, oh, well, we got you in the building. What you going to do anyway type thing. But you don't want him to scrum up. You don't want to stunt the growth of Jordan Addison. I don't think. Sam Darnold is the uh is the move for that. Like I would, if 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 they're gonna get rid of Kurt, I'd rather them try to trade uh, to one of those guys that's uh, mid 
in the mid first round or late uh, first round or whatever. Man, grab somebody like Michael Penix. Or, or I don't even care if it's Bo Nix. I'm not a big Bo Nix fan, but I'd rather him better than uh, Sam Donald, you know, who, who, who you know what you're getting with that. So, um, uh, you know, if they're going with Sam Donald, uh, if those reports coming out, um, you, you could probably, probably, probably see the writing on the wall of what Kirk Cousins is. I just don't think Sam Donald is the, the way to go with that. What you got on that, Vandy? Well, you know, my thing is, you know, two things can be true. And in this situation, that's what it is. Uh, Donald will come in and be a bridge. So they probably will also drop the younger quarterback in this draft. But they go with Penix, Bo Nix. Uh, you got the boy Rattler who's moving up boys. Um, so if, even if they do draft the quarterback of the future, Donald is looked at more of a bridge. So I wouldn't look at this as more of a Donald's going to be the guy. He's just going to come in maybe for that year. And until the other guy, to the younger guys, may be ready. You know what I mean? So, especially where they're picking that, I don't think they're going to feel like they're going to grab the top three guys who are probably going to be day one starters. Um, so, the guy they're going to grab probably be a guy that's going to have to, you know, uh, let them mature a little bit. So, it's a bridge move. So, I'm not really mad at it if it's a bridge move. I'm not really mad. I can see that. I, I, th- that's a little bit easier to stomach than, than thinking that Sam Donald's going to be the man. Um, now, this one I, I'm 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 still befuddled over because Sean Payton just can't stop talking trash about Russell Wilson, and, and at this point, it it feels like it's it's beyond football. Like like at some point, like okay, if you're gonna you know. Let bygones be bygones. You're going to move on from them. You're going to go ahead and get whoever you're going to get in the offseason, whatever the case may be. Cool. Do your thing. But why is it that Sean Payton just can't let it go? Like, like why is – like, he knew who the quarterback was when he came to this team. So what what's going on with this situation? I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure how to take what's going on um, in public at that. What you got on that, Bear? Simple. Winning cures all. They're not winning games. So you're not happy. I mean, that's that's clearly what it is. I mean, if they were winning games, if they was the AFC uh, champions or something like that, we wouldn't hear none of these things. So being that they're not winning games, then it's going to be tough. Same page, Ron? What do you say there? Yeah, I mean... He's a, he's a, so you on you on the he's same a, page? Winning is oh, a yeah. cure all, or does it, is it deeper than that? No, I think it's it's a tad bit uh, a little deeper. But if winning cures all in the AFC West, he's gonna be mad for a long time. That's all I'm gonna tell. I don't care who you bring in. He's gonna be mad for a very long time if winning cures all out of that uh, spot. But uh, you know, maybe they actually didn't do that bad. But I I kind of felt like this was gonna be a rocky uh, or tumultuous tumultuous relationship. When the season first started, when you know he cut out all Russell extra stuff that the past coach gave him, like you're not getting a parking spot, you're not getting your own like room, which I don't have a problem with, uh, because he's kind of like old school. He was like, nah, you're not getting no, no uh, preferential super treatment like you got prior. Like if you want to play football, play football. And he even said that in like a press conference earlier in the season. He was like, oh, we're here to play football. We're not here to do, do none of the other stuff type thing. And it was directed at Russell. So I kind of right. felt like that kind of irritated him from the beginning because maybe he felt like, well, you don't even have the the, the team approach first. You got the me, the me approach first. 
So I think it already started off rocky. So and it, and it also comes into when you know like new GMs and new coaches come, uh, like a lot of people when they come in, it was like, oh, but I like him. And they're like, that's not his guy. He didn't handpick him. He didn't trade yeah. for him. He didn't do anything. Like maybe he want his own guy in there or or whatever. So I think it's a mixture of everything. But uh, uh yeah, we have winning cures all. They're gonna be mad for a long time. We got a few guys that don't look to be going uh, like Russell Wilson will be. Uh, Michael Pittman is likely to stay in Indy one way or another, whether they franchise tag him or whether or not the long-term deal that they're attempting to work out right now ends up working out. Uh, same thing with Devontae Adams of the Raiders. There was a little bit of scuttlebutt out there that Devontae Adams could possibly find himself being a new Jet, pairing back up with Aaron Rodgers. But uh, Antonio Pierce is essentially saying we we don't care about the fanfare or how nice the story would be. That's our guy and we keeping him, which you can't be mad at him about that. Um, Jalen Johnson, the DB, the pro bowler for the Bears, they're working on an extension for him to make sure that he and the guy that they traded for, Josh Sweat, um, who they are paying, are going to be a one-two tandem, uh, your pass rush and your secondary is going to be there long-term. So any of these moves surprise you at all, or is it par for the course? No, nah, I expect it. Everybody stay put. I mean, out of the guy that you named, uh, now the, the guy from Chicago, I did thought it was possible he could get out the door. But um, being that they do have the cap space, uh, he is needed. Um, so, no, nah, I felt like everybody uh, that you mentioned will be in there. Same teams. I think that's a big part of the reason why, well, that they kind of have to go the rookie route as far as quarterback is concerned, because there are a few guys that they actually have that are uber talented that they can go ahead and sign long term because of the contract that that rookie quarterback would be on. But uh, everything looking about like it's supposed to for you, Ron, or or is it a couple of guys that surprised you as far as the ones we just brought up? about the same uh the same sentiments as barry um um i kind of felt like Jalen johnson to me uh played probably the best corner in football maybe the second best um so i and only thing i thought is maybe somebody was gonna throw him a bag because of that and like he had a chance to get out get out of the door but i don't think chicago's gonna let him leave uh michael pittman a little bit uh, it was some rumors that um that they may tag and trade him um, because of his demand, like what they actually want to offer him. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants like not top tier wide receiver money, but somewhere near that. And the coach think that I don't think you earn that think earn that type yet, money type yet. So they want to kind of like try to negotiate with that. So I thought maybe if they let him test the water, somebody be like, hey, no, we see your potential. We'll throw the bread at you and he'll go do that. But uh him and T. Higgins were like the first two people that I've heard that was gonna be tagged. So I'm not surprised. That they are going to use them to don't let them get out of the building. So I'm not surprised that any of those guys that you named that probably stand put. And lastly, for what wowed us this week, um, a little bit of news of the weird. So the Super Bowl streaker was a Las Vegas local who placed a $50,000 bet that there would be a streaker during the Super Bowl. So he ran out on the field by himself and cashed out with 374000 on a $50,000 bet and ended up with a $1,000 fine, no jail time. Now, hear me out. I don't know if Vegas will ever put that back in prop bets again, 
But the fact that it's only a $1,000 fine, look, y'all gather the funds. I'll take one for the team. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like $374,000? Uh, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm mad he didn't pay for I'm mad he didn't put more. Yeah. Right. If he knew he was going to do it. I mean, I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not yeah, I, I'm not sure what he has, but at that point, man, you 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 go all in. Like you call everybody up, you put your you take all the equity out your house. Hell, you might sell right. your house, sell your car. Forget the equity, mortgage just, the house. Just, just drop, yeah, just drop everything. You know what I'm saying? Drop everything. Craig's in trouble. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and run on the field and get that money. I don't know if there's any kind of like rule or anything. Like if you like. I guess they can't. I guess there isn't a rule or, or a law against it because they say he cashed out. So I don't know if something a, like that will still be out there because somebody can kind of duplicate that same, you know, uh, activity. But well, what like, so would it be? It just be the odds would be lower now. That's all. So the better be there, but now it won't bring back the same odds. Yeah. That's 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 a lot of money to to. I mean, that So you you want to you want to be able to control your own destiny, and that's exactly what that's exactly what he, what he did. did. Yeah, for real. That pretty much wraps up the news. Let's go ahead and hop into the main topic. So the NFL officially increased the cap by thirty million bucks. That puts the twenty twenty four salary cap at two hundred and fifty five point four million. The thing about that is, as high as that may seem, several teams are already behind the power curve as far as the cap is concerned. Uh, we'll start uh, with we'll, we'll go with the top ten, and we'll start with the worst one. Buffalo is currently at forty-one million over the cap. So, humble opinion, look that that Super Bowl window has been sealed, shut, laminated, and gorilla glued. You got to get rid of forty-one million dollars worth of play. Well, we know players like uh, Naeem Hines; he's only like five million against the cap. Uh, your Von Millers of the world; um, th those guys will be going, but they really didn't do much for you in the game this past year, anyway. But for you to have to get under forty-one million, and you're already now into the phase of the game where your quarterback is getting the biggest parts of the contract that he signed with as far as that extension is concerned. So I can see Buffalo having a very hard hill to climb and possibly being in a situation where they might not be able to, if, if you couldn't do it, paying those guys, they were essentially in win now mode. I don't see how you yeah. get better getting rid of $41 million worth of players, if that makes sense. Um, which, which you guys got on Buffalo? They better hope they hit on them draft picks because I know a lot of one, and I, I have to see how Josh Allen's contract is structured because a lot of times when you sign up loan deals, you can convert some of it into like signing bonus or like guaranteed money to alleviate some of the cap uh, right there. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's probably is trying to kind of construct it like that. That's how they, that's why they do it when they have to pay the uh, the quarterback. But Von Miller definitely is out of here. Um, um, what's the other guy you just named? Um, uh, Naeem Hines. Uh, yeah, he Naeem really Hines. didn't even play all that much, but he he'll free up like I want to say like four point five million somewhere in that neighborhood. 
And at the combine, the DB Probably coach. Did. <laughs> yeah, Diggs might be one that's gone. The D yeah. DB coach at the combine, um, at the uh, not the combine, like the, the draft thing that they were doing earlier this week, was naming his DBs to going forward. He didn't name like Davis White. None of those guys. I'm not sure if it was due to like injury or not, but he may be a candidate to get cut. But uh, 41, but 41 million under the cap, and you paid your quarterback. Like you said, I think that Super Bowl window is it's pretty much gone. Like uh, so you know they may be in reset mode, so that's why they may give off these. Uh, I know they, they Dawson Knox may be a, a, a cut candidate also too. I don't know what his salary is, but they like King Cage, so he may be a person that's expendable. Yeah, but uh. True. Yeah, it's it's tough, and they, it's tough. It's gonna be tough for them, and I have no sympathy for it. I love it, Barry. You got New Orleans. They're they're right in the same neck of the woods. They're forty million, so about about a million and a half, give or take, less than Buffalo. But is this the year that we see Alvin Kamara um, ends up either? Well, I don't think he'll restructure. Is this the year that we end up seeing him move on? Yeah, I think so. Um, well, firstly, Taysom Hill, that contract, the one got them, you know, in the chokehold. You know what I mean? Um, Sean Payton did some magic before he left. Um, but I think the Sean, I think the Taysom Hill contract, I think Kamara will be moving on at this point. I think, you know, he's getting up in age for a running back. Um, he right. missed the first part of the season a little bit due to the suspension, or whatever. But uh, I think they like Kendra Miller, the guy that they drafted last year. So I could definitely see him moving on. Uh, Michael Thomas, I'm not sure what his cap hit is, but he should be probably. Oh, he going definitely as well. gone. Yeah, he got um, it. Um, and they did and, restructure. And maybe the veteran. Um, they restructured Carr's contract. I'm not 100 percent sure if this is the number before or after they restructured that. I'll do a little bit of research and make sure I get that out um, uh, on the uh, Facebook group. Make sure you guys are following the Facebook group. We get a lot of detailed information out there and the most up-to-date information, breaking news, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, the Gospel STP, same. Uh, the Gospel Sports, Sports Truth Facebook group. Um, but I know his restructure freed up several mil, so they may have actually been the number one team if not for that restructure. So, yeah, they got a lot more work to do. Either way, you slice it up. Um, Miami. Yeah, 38 Jamal, mil. Probably, probably Go ahead. No, I'm saying Jamal Williams. He, he, that, that was a, they, they see that didn't work out. He probably won't wow. be there. And then also, uh, Sam Jordan contract got to be, he's been there forever. So I know he's going to tell what his thing looked like. Yeah, I, I can definitely see them going the rookie route or even the undrafted rookie route as far as running backs are concerned. And then, um, Pairing them up with uh, Kendra Miller, like you were saying, uh, the guy that they drafted on last year. Um, the Dolphins are $38.5 million over the salary cap. They just let go of Xavier Howard, and they also let go of, I want to say they let go of a linebacker or either a defensive lineman. I can't remember who it was, but it was one of their linebacker. better players. Who, who was it, Ron? I wasn't sure if it was Van Ginkle or, or Van Noy. I'm not Van Noy. Or Van Ginkle or um, but I, I want to say it was the guy Van Ginkle who was starting for them. I'm, okay. I'm say they got rid of him. 
but they're another team that was in that kind of a win now window and that Tyreek Hill contract that seemed you know good at the time may end up hurting them in the long run um but they got quite a bit of money that they have to or quite a bit of players to free up money that they're gonna have to let go of and I've even heard rumors about them getting other running backs like um like uh Derrick Henry I'm like not not when you 38 mil over the salary cap he ain't about to take that kind of a short so i I don't know what they're going to do to make that up but it seems like they're getting rid of some heavy duty players if that makes sense and they they might not be in that victory window that they were in before what you got on miami right um i think uh at the running back spot i think they're secured there uh not not necessarily say secured i don't know why they want to bring in Derrick Henry. Like, I, I believe any decent running back in, like, the Shanahan's or the McDaniels system, who pretty much had the same, like, type uh, running system, that you could find a, a serviceable running back there. Uh, um, like, they brought in Ramsey last year, knowing that right. the cap hit was going to be what it was going to be this year. Um, so that was kind of, you know, trying to push all, all, chips and, all chips into the table. Which I don't have. I don't have a problem with that. I didn't think you have a chance to go all out for it or whatever. Um, but uh, he, even though they just acquired him, he may be a person that may be a casual, maybe asking to leave if it's going to be in like a tear down mode. You know, uh, he may just like living in Miami though. He's like, I got my ring already. I may like living in Miami or whatever. Cool and tax free, so I can take a yeah. cut and actually still get the same amount of money as the contract that somebody gave me if I was going to California, New York. You know, some of these different places. Yeah. And so um, I know they got they got uh, one of their safeties. I don't know if it's Javon Holland or not. I can't remember exactly what his name is, but he's going to be in line for a payday like next year because he was like one of the highest rated safeties in the league period this year. So if if, if you want to kind of get in front of things like you couldn't win this year with everything that you had. So now you got to got rid of Xavier Howard. Uh, you're under the cap. Uh, and they talking about paying Tua right now too also. So. It's it's just to me it's like a mess. I think uh them in Buffalo it's gonna be difficult gonna, to pay to when you yeah. already that far over the cap. So that's gonna be interesting too. Yeah, I, I forgot all about. It. Isn't that this coming season? Uh, well, this coming off season that they're gonna have to do that. They can they can do it next off season too. But to me, it's better. Uh, I I was always speaking about, and I know they're not in the topic. I feel like the Dolphins and the Forty Nine ers should pay the quarterback this year because you don't want to be in a situation to where they go do better or say the 49ers, for example, win the Super Bowl next, then you got to pay them. Like, I think you should go ahead and get them out of the way right now. Uh, I would agree. However, with the players that the Dolphins are about to have to get rid of, I don't see him doing better this year than he did last year. So they can actually end up getting him for a discount based on where that team could possibly end up by the end of this year. So I hear exactly where you're coming from, but for that team in particular, they needed every player that they had and still didn't make it to the big game. So them if gonna, losing. If you're going to gauge it by that, yes. if you're going to gauge it by like where they make it in the playoffs, I agree. But mm-hmm. if you're going to gauge it by his personal stats, I think with the defense, if you say let go to Xavier Howard, Ramsey or whoever it is you got to let go to get under the cap. They're going to be in more throwing situation. Numbers may be a little bit more inflated. 
going next year. If you look at it, say, with a quarter, we had a terrible season, but the quarterback played well. Now he was like, nah, my numbers are comparable to such and such. Let me get this, whatever. And if you go ahead and pay him now, you know, you make him get in front of it. It may kill you in this season or maybe next season, but if you're looking for long run and in the, in the long haul, I think they should. I, I'm like, it's a tough cap situation where you have to get rid of people. I think the Xavier Howard move was made to uh, free up some bread for Tua because I also read something that uh, they are interested in getting the job done for Tua. So, well, okay. if that's what they want to do, I think they should do that first, and then whatever it takes to get rid of them. Because I don't think they win the Super Bowl anyway. Take the no. take the hit, and then you're gonna pay Jaden Wild, Jaden Jalen Waddle next year. Are you gonna have two receivers? That's why the thing came up about him being traded this year. Because they were like, we already got Tyreek that's making a ton of money. Are you going to pay two receivers? And he's not, his potential and his production is going to warrant maybe not, not top tier number one receiver money, but you're going to have to pay him. You know, I'd be so, willing to go ahead and move on from Tyreek um, after, when it's time to pay Rottle, I mean, Tyreek will be like 32. Like, if we haven't won anything with you by that point in time, like, what, what are we doing? Last year. I thought Tyreek said this is last year. Tyreek that's Trick. what he said but but i mean T- tyreek just found out that he got seven kids one one of them that he wasn't claiming is his so i mean that, that man about to be like adrian peterson he gonna be playing as long as he can because he can't afford not to play uh it's, no, <laughs> that, that, that child that child support payment still gonna be there w- w- even though no. you're not playing no more <laughs> oh no that's why you don't play because now you can claim your income is this versus because if he keep playing, he's going to claim income. But if he's not playing, he can say, I don't make nothing. I mean, I hear you, but it ain't work out that way for Adrian Peterson because he's trying to find some income because of all the child support he got to pay. So just saying. Uh, uh, Barry, you got – go ahead. Every Adrian, Adrian Peterson, there's a future. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and you know, they, they, they kind of did running backs a little dirty. He He never saw – the kind of they, he never saw Tyreek money, so so maybe that's a little bit of a different scenario. But um, you got the Los Angeles Chargers who are twenty two million above the cap, and um, they're looking at they they may actually be able to fix their situation in one fell swoop because Khalil Mack's cap hit next year is twenty three point three million, so <laughs> just letting him go puts them where they need to be. So is that the move to make or how do they end up fixing everything? Because they're still going to – I think they still need wide receivers and things of that nature as well. Um, Maybe they go the rookie route for that, but just letting him go will get them where they need to be in the cap. They don't need no wide receivers. Um, They they got one of the easiest cap fixes because they're going to just cut all the big guys. Bosa going to be moved. I forgot about Bosa. Yeah, I forgot about Bosa. Eckler not, not going to be there. And then True. Mike Williams, his ass ain't going to be So it's just, they, they, they got an easy one. They just going to cut all the, all the big fat off, and then they'll be on the cap very easily. And uh, wide receivers, this guy's saying, this is Jim Harbaugh. This is a dude that's going to run the ball. Look at his history. He do not pass the ball. He runs the ball. So um, don't look for no whole slew of wide receivers to be flying in there and think Herbert going to be throwing the ball around because that's not going to be the case. And the offensive coordinator um, was asked, what's the fix for Justin Herbert? He said, run the ball. <laughs> That's the fix. So Look here. You're not getting Greg Roman as your OC and talking about we about to sling this thing. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Sure. This is very much true. Ryan, you got Denver. 
Denver is 10 million over the cap, uh, 10.7, so a little bit closer to 11 million. However, they're already talking about um, moving on from safety Justin Simmons, and his cap hit is 18.3. So another one of those situations where letting go of the one guy will actually put them uh, from a negative all the way into the positive, just letting go of the one guy. But what do we see going on with Denver? Um, I definitely I mentioned Russ. I forgot about Russ. So yeah, but see, even Russ, even if they cut Russ, they still have an eighty million dollar cap hit combined for the next two years. So it's going to be forty this year and forty next year. That's even if they cut him. That's why they're trying des- desperately to trade him, but nobody's going to trade for that. Nobody about to trade for that contract? Yeah. Why would you? Yeah, it don't make any sense. Like you know, he's going to be available, and then he's not even worth forty mil. Like even if you know. It, even if he goes to a system and plays well, you're like, no, nah, he's not a 40 million, 40 million a year quarterback. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, Justin Simmons is a person that uh that uh is ironic that now he's available for Trey. Because last year he was one of the don't touches, the, the, the do not touch, but Sertain was available, which really didn't make sense. Even though Justin Simmons is a dog, yeah. and I, I I love the way he plays. But Sertain is the younger guy. So uh I don't see them tearing it all the way down with Sean Payton there. So getting rid of Russ, regardless, they are. I think they're going to stomach that. We're going to take the hit. He's gone. I think Justin Simmons would be a, a, a casualty. Uh, I don't think they signed Tim Patrick back. Um, so that I don't know how much money that yeah. frees up. But they're not going to sign him back. Um, and those those three moves kind of kind of give you some cap space uh, as of right now, but uh, it still leaves you with minimal cap space. So they can solve it by cut, cutting Justin Simmons and putting him over, cutting Tim Patrick, cut him, uh, putting him over. Uh, may restructure some guys. I don't know if uh, – and I'm trying to think of big-name guys that they have on their team to restructure, but I can't think of any of them. Like, the running back position is young. They won't restructure that anyway because that's not that much. I think their O-line may have a little bit of money in it. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is the, the big pay guy. I mean, the O-line got a little bit of money in it. The secondary has a little bit of money. They, they may end up having to let go of Simmons and uh, figuring out what they're going to do with Sertain if if they're trying to focus more on the offense than the defense because uh, you got an offensive head coach. So it, it may be one of those scenarios where he wants uh, his toys on the offensive side and then the defense will just kind of be, you know, It'll it'll be what it is, but we'll have to figure out what the philosophy they're going to use going forward because you're not going to get out from that Russell, which which for me, that's why I didn't understand why you're trying to burn that bridge right now when for the next two years, even if you bring in a rookie, because you can't bring in two vets, um, you couldn't even bring in a vet if you got rid of Russ because of the money that you're still paying Russ. So why not allow him to still be the man while you develop that rookie? Because you still got to pay him regardless. So it just seemed a little bit more personal to me than than football related. Um, as far as Denver is concerned, even if you aren't Sean Payton's guy. Uh, but we got the Cowboys up next. They are $8 million, $8.1 million over the cap. Um, now, help me out with this one, Vander, because they're talking about paying Dak and making him one of the highest paid quarterbacks, which, okay, that's what you want to do. Um, they're talking about paying, um, what's your boy, Parsons, Michael Parsons, making him the highest at his position. 
it feels like they're about to have to tear up that offensive line, which is kind of where they had a good bit of their success. And I, I just don't know. First, I, I, I don't trust Jerry Jones in, in that position anyway uh, to, to be the owner slash GM. But what do you see them doing to keep Dak, which is what they're going to do, keep Parsons, which is what they're going to do, and still end up being uh, below the cap, being as how they're already $8 million over? Forget about CD. Oh, yeah, CD, yeah, CD got to get paid. Yeah, eight million is not a whole lot. Um, you think about it, it's not. But when you got three guys that's trying to be at the highest at their position, that's what makes me kind of leery of how y'all gonna work this out. Somebody, somebody gonna get left out. Um, Michael Parsons has been talking kind of crazy as of late. Don't be surprised, man. He just seen his DC go to Washington, and mm, don't be okay. surprised. If- Guys, you know what I'm saying. Um, but I could definitely see, and, and let's uh, let's don't be this, this Trevon Diggs thing. Now. Don't think that he locked in there because he did have a nice serious injury. Um, he got paid. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. Not saying he's gonna get cut and nothing like that, but oh, Brandon I mean, Cooks can be cut. A, um, he got a nice little cap hit. I I don't know exactly what it is, but he'll probably be cut. Gallup, Gallup won't be there as well. I see him moving on. Michael Gallup, um, maybe even the kid, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Okay, there's other another name you might want to, you know, what I'm saying because he he got some money, and you know they probably can move on from him as well. So, and and, and we already said Pollard, he's not coming back. So, yeah, I believe he's a free agent if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They didn't take uh, Gilmore. Gilmore probably won't be there next year as well. He'll be gone. Facts, yeah. facts. Matter of fact, Gilmore by himself may actually relieve them of that eight mil. I'm pretty sure he would. Uh, that contract would. Uh, Cleveland is up next. Now I've heard some rumors with Cleveland. Well, their number, their cap hit right now, or their um six point two million over the cap, which that that that's negligible um in consideration of the things that can be done to kind of move money around and everything. But one of the things that I'm hearing is if Nick Chubb isn't willing to take a lower salary, they may go ahead and let Chubb go. Um, Ford has been doing this thing and running back is one of those positions where you can find bodies that are talented enough to do what needs to be done. But I feel like letting Nick Chubb go is going to be one of those culture hits for Cleveland, but he suffered a tremendous injury on last year. And the fact that he is one of the higher paid players, I mean, do, do, do you foresee them letting Chubb go, Ron? I wouldn't be surprised if they let him go um, because uh, of how they performed this year without him. He got hurt uh, kind of early this year. So it didn't, it didn't, it's not like he got hurt like later in the year and it was like, oh, we struggle. Um, and, and, and if you're banking on uh, Deshaun Watson, Improving because towards the end of this season, he did start playing a little bit better. Um, not trying to say he may get back to the older Sean, but if you're banking on him improving, seeing how you perform um, without, uh, so you, he may be a cut candidate. Uh, and everyone knows how I feel about running backs. I, I always want people to get paid, but it, it just get paid in the right, right situation. Like, like Ford did good, good, Cream Hunt did nice. They may bring in somebody of the draft. 
I uh, I think a person like Derrick Henry, if he's not trying to uh, break the bank, like a minimum, like a nice uh, minimum contract, that may be a good place for him also uh, to a place where you don't have to pay him that much. Uh, so I can see Derek Chubb, I mean, not Nick Chubb actually uh, being released because of the position and how they perform without him being there. Like, of course, you're not going to replace Nick Chubb. He's one of the best running backs in the game. He's healthy. Right. But you can you can find production there. So I wouldn't be surprised if they cut him at all. Coming off three the more teams. Problems. Three more teams to cover. We are past the negative or the guys that are over the cap. Now we're looking at uh, three teams that have the least amount of money to spend. San Fran is up with only 800000 uh, below the current cap, I've heard that Brandon Ayuk, who is up for contract, may end up being a casualty there. Uh, they may end up putting, uh, what's your boy? Uh, is it Jawan Jennings, uh, Vander? Your um, your third wide receiver. I'm I'm thinking that they're they're talking about right now making him that wide receiver too, possibly hanging on to Debo. Or maybe Debo ends up being the casualty and, and you you keep Jawan and Ayuk, but they have the least amount of money to spend of the people that are slightly below the salary cap. Uh, what do you see your boys doing, Van? Um well, I predicted a few years ago this this be Debo last year. Um so I'm gonna stay okay. um being that, you know what I'm saying? He just he got paid already um and his injury history you know what i'm saying i think he'll be the guy that maybe should get let go um but we should be fine with a couple of restructures that 800 will turn into something different i mean we um we probably won't bring back uh chase young he probably be moved um yeah definitely the veteran the, the one guy i'm looking at his cap numbers getting up there it's about Close to thirty million, it's twenty in the high twenties. I think as um, Armstead, um, so he would be a guy as well that if they move on, they could create a lot more cap space on that one move. Um, so, no, because you know Hargrave already got paid, both already got paid, so they probably locked in. Um, so I'm thinking Armstead would be a, a, a guy of uh, that we probably gonna look at as far as moving him, Debo, everything else. Probably we gonna be adding guys. So I don't think it'll be too many guys getting cut. It's going to be guys getting added. Because we still haven't paid our quarterback. So we're able right. to add guys. It's different. You know what I'm saying? The guys that, like the Bills, when you already paid your quarterback, you know what I'm saying? You can't add anything. But being that our quarterback don't even make a million bucks, <laughs> it's going on the player hood. Barry not going to agree with me with this. Armstead is definitely the the one to cut, but you know who has to get rid of the big Zaldi? Especially if Alvin Kamara become available. Uh oh. I really think I really Uh-oh. think paying Christian McCaffrey all that money at I'm, that spot. I, I don't want a curse. I don't want a curse. Listen, I don't want a curse. This, this is why I say this, right? Not of his talent, but let's just take the Super Bowl, for example, right? If you have the best running back in football and you won't feed them like you're supposed to, like it's like why you got these soldiers and won't use them type thing. But and that's not me, on him. Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. So now that the coach still going to be there, so it's nothing, no, not an indictment to him at all. 
So if you're not going to give him the ball in this position that you need him anyway, why pay him that type of amount of money? And going back to what the Dolphins thing was, in those systems, we've watched fullbacks run for a thousand yards back in the day. You know, in the sand head, like we watch people come in there. Now, don't get me wrong, Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in football. We offensive player of the year, 20-something touchdowns. Like we know what it is. But I feel like if you can put Elijah Mitchell in, like say if like somebody like Alvin Kamara come in, like be honest, like honestly, I think if you guys average 28 points a game, just throwing it out. And I'm not trying to say that about you ever, but just say if, if you average 28 points a game, take Christian McCaffrey out and put Alvin Kamara. I don't see a huge drop off of him. Not because now you have enough money to pay everything else. Now you can maybe can pay another corner. Now you maybe can put it on the offensive line. Like that is my opinion. I just like, like we said in the group chat, I tell me the last time a high pray, high price, big name running back won a Super Bowl. And I get that the quarterback isn't making no money now, but you still, that makes it even better. He's cheap. And now the team around him is much better, but that's just my thing. Uh, it's not going to happen, but that is my thing. <laughs> We got the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are seven point three million under the cap. He's trying to sabotage our damn team. That's all it is. <laughs> he, he already he early early he said, "Oh, then they go ahead and pay the four nights to go ahead and pay Purdy right now." No, hell no. Sure. And now you want to cut McCaffrey? Yes. Hey, but before, before before we go to go to the, the Steelers, right? The Purdy thing, right? Say, for example, because y'all were close to winning the Super Bowl this year. Like you said, you're going to add player. If he y'all win the Super Bowl this year, which wouldn't be no far-fetched, y'all are favorite to win it. You know, and people can argue, maybe if you cover a punt, or maybe you, do, you win the Super Bowl this year. So, like, if you if he wins the Super Bowl, now he goes to the, the – and he doesn't play bad. Now he goes to the front office like, well, you got to break the bank for me. Like, you have to. So nope. now when – now when now you now when he got it, you paid your quarterback. Now you got Christian McCaffrey. That's you're not gonna have a hundred million dollars in the backfield. I'm sorry, you're just not gonna do that. I don't think you are. You're not gonna have him making 30, Listen. 40, and him 20 or whatever. You know, you, you're not gonna do that. I don't think so. So I think you're getting in front of what you're gonna do anyway when it's time to pay him. Just my opinion. No, you can't get it, you can't get in front of it because he can do that now. If we were to pay him now, he can go to that, that same sentiment you said. He can go to the front office with that same thing and say, look what I've done. Look what I've done. Yeah. I went two straight years and I made it to two NFC championships. I got hurt in one. And the other one, I stayed up with the Super Bowl. And my yeah. numbers, I was an MVP candidate most of the part of the season. So if we pay him now, he's not, how much money do you think he's going to get? He gonna get, he, he gonna be getting up there in the fifties. He, he, he gonna he's not gonna get no money. twenty million dollars. I don't think so. Yeah, he's not gonna he, get, get that Garoppolo money because you know you know it's a dirty game when it's time to negotiate, right? So they can look at it and say, well, okay, you didn't win the Super Bowl this year, and also, like, even though we made it to the Super Bowl, like it was some throws and stuff that you played, you didn't play your best ball until like, of course, I'm gonna give him credit for coming back to win, but a lot of that stuff, the reason why y'all were down were because of him too. So he didn't play bad in the Super Bowl. He didn't play he didn't play bad in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Number two. Number two. Number two, you get paid off what you did. Dak is gonna get the $60 million on what he did in the regular season. Not what he did in the not what he did in the playoffs. What he did in the regular season. This dude was an MVP candidate. Top five in most. Passing statistics. 
he gonna get paid. He's not getting no Garoppolo oh. contract. That boy gonna be up okay. there. Up. Because you can, because even the only thing with Dak, like even though Dak, even though Dak got blew out in like the first uh lost in the first playoff game he played. If you say if you go to Mike Shanahan now and say no salary cap, who you want Dak or Brock Purdy? Uh, Brock Purdy. He Dak, give me Dak because of what. Not trying to say, but he's not talented. It's just what we know what his potential gonna get paid off of. Like Brock Purdy kind of remind me a little bit of a. A four-year basketball player going to the league versus a one and done going to the league. A one and done, oh, we can mold him. He gonna grow a little bit more. He gonna do this. Brock Purdy, like you're not too far of where you are. You you're not getting too much far, but you know how to manage what you're doing right now. So you can go in there and say you play didn't play bad in the Super Bowl, but that's gonna be us. You didn't play well for us. You didn't play good enough for us to win the Super Bowl either. Because it was we were in the inside the ten uh, at the end of overtime and. Of and in the fourth quarter, and we came away with three points. Like you can use, it's a, like it was, I don't agree. With him. Yeah, uh, it wasn't on him. No, like even nope. we talk, it was some throws that he missed in that Super Bowl that you can look at and say that's on you. Mm-mm. I promise you, like not the ones that he wasn't prom, not the way he was pressured. I like I could send you a, a, a throw the way Brandon Ayuk got everybody. I was about to say he missed Brandon Ayuk well for sure score. Yeah, and and like, but we y'all would jump on Jimmy G and say, "Oh, you missed that," but nobody brings that up. Like, I he didn't play bad, but I think he didn't play well enough to a place when you can say, "Okay, we're not going to give you fifty; we we'll give you this, and you may get a bargain." I don't know. That is my opinion. I don't know. I could be wrong, but they're not going to do it. So it's hypothetical anyway. They're not going to get rid of Christian McCaffrey anyway. But I'm just saying that's and how they're I not going to pay a quarterback it. early anyway. So I mean, it's- <laughs> <laughs> if you pay him, the thing is this: you, if you do pay him now, the window closes. The Super Bowl window is True. open because of his contract. If you pay, pay him, the window closes. I kind of disagree. You got to stand. We got we got the highest paid left tackle. We got the highest paid fullback. We got one of the highest paid middle linebackers. We got one of the highest paid tight ends. We got the highest paid running back. You all these positions are the highest paid because the quarterback not making no money. If you pay him, all that comes down. I think I think you can do without some of them. No, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I think is if you get if you pay Purdy and get rid of Christian McCaffrey, it, the catch it, the salary ain't as bad. Uh, Who is this guy? I'm just, no, and and not Zay, you you my witness now. I'd say this with every team. The running back is the place to where I think you can find value that way you don't have to tie that much money up. When we're talking about the dog, like no, nah, you don't have to tie that money up right there. It depends on your offense. But I, I understand what you're saying. I agree with that. Because I, I will say that the talent gap between CMC and Kamara in that system wouldn't be as wide as if it was CMC leaving the Panthers and in and, and the Panthers picking up Alvin Kamar. Okay. Like it, it's the the system will kind of hide some of the warts. And when you're talking about a guy that can catch out of the backfield, a guy that can do a lot of different things, I, I can kind of see, you know, that end of the spectrum. But again, you don't have to make that decision because you aren't going to pay the quarterback. And I think they're kind of willing to bite the bullet for whatever it is, he's going to have to get paid when it comes that time. But also understand, too, because he wasn't a first-round pick, he don't have a five-year contract. They're going to have to pay him soon regardless. He, he He's not on that long of a contract because of being Mr. Irrelevant. I, th- I, I want to say he was on a, what, a two-year contract, three-year contract at the most by being drafted in the seventh round anyway. So his day is coming. 
Uh, we got Pittsburgh, who is at seven probably, point three mil. Say again. No, I so say he probably gonna get some money though. I don't think they're gonna pay him another million dollars this year. He they probably give him a nice little bonus. bonus. They give him a little bonus. Yeah. So that way it don't hurt the cap. Yeah. I mean, that, that's normally how they get by that. But we'll we'll kind of see how that works out. But they're gonna have to do something so he doesn't sour on the team. We'll figure out how that works out though. Um Pittsburgh, 7.3 million underneath the cap. So and Green Bay, 8.1 million underneath the cap. I can see Green Bay moving on from David Batiari, uh, the offensive tackle, often injured offensive tackle, and he's getting paid a pretty penny. As far as the Steelers are concerned, um, they really don't have a bunch of people that they can just move on from, that it makes sense to move on from. And the fact that they seldomly bring in big names in the offseason and they kind of build from the draft, I don't know that they're going to have to make too many moves. Um, they can maybe let, uh, I believe, Patrick Peterson is still there at cornerback. I'm not exactly sure what his cap hit would be, but maybe they could do something like that. There may be a couple of elder statesmen on the O-line that need to be replaced anyway. But outside of that, um, I don't really see too many avenues to save money. I think they already picked up, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they picked up Najee Harris' fifth-year option already. So he's going to be there. Warren ain't getting paid that much. Uh, they, they have some younger guys at the receiver position. I don't know if maybe Deontay uh, Johnson, who they who they did pay, it, maybe they free up some money, you know, going elsewhere with that. But I do know that they're looking at making some changes at the quarterback position, which may require them freeing up some money. Uh, Green Bay is in a nice spot, whereas most of their guys are younger anyway and just – uh, removing David Batiari is going to put them right where they need to be to continue to build. Uh, those are the two teams um, per the stats that are best at building through the draft anyway. So I could see them continuing to do that. Um, yes. What you guys got on uh, the Steelers and Green Bay to wrap it up? Guess who Green Bay need to get rid of? Who that? Aaron Jones. <laughs> he just got Oh, paid. yeah. Okay. He just okay. Got paid. okay. He just got paid. I know AJ Dillon's going to I don't know if he's going to be there. I don't think they're satisfied with him when Aaron Jones was He a free agent. I don't see them bringing him back. Yeah. But see, Aaron Jones, I can't remember what it is. I know he got, he didn't get paid like super top running back money, but he got paid. If he, if that's a cap yeah. hit there, get rid of him. They got a nice young wide receiver core that you don't have to pay for a while. They got like four guys who they're not probably going to have to pay for a while. Um, Jai Alexander may be, but he, his off injury uh, history, he may be a cut. So Bakhtiari, he's, they already, um, Pretty much set in stone, pretty much he's not gonna be back. So Bakhtiari probably's not gonna be there. Jai Alexander, like I said, um, like Barry mentioned earlier for another team, cut the big name, big name fat, work everything else. I think Jordan Love is a still. You don't have to do anything to the receivers. You you drafted two rookie tight ends, yeah. Bill, uh, O-line through the draft, uh, uh, Bill put it on defense. But I think those are the three people that if you really wanna shake and move, and like Aaron Jones is still young enough. To make a make a uh, a mark someplace where somebody may trade for him or cut him or whatever, but I think Aaron Jones, you you, you cut that, you cut Bakhtiari, you cut Jay Alexander, and I think you right back where you need to be. That's why I think so. Have a lot of. I don't even think you got to cut all those guys because they build through the draft, and and they're not trying to go out in free agency to bring anybody in who require all those salaries. So as long as you can pay your rookies, I, I think they they'll pretty much be straight. 
we'll kind of they may have to fill in somewhere, but that Aaron Jones uh, call is a good one. And Batiari, just those two players alone, uh, if they want to hang on to their cornerback, Zaire Alexander, if they want to hang on to him, just those two cuts are going to put them in a in a good spot. So what you got to wrap us up, man? And before we do that, to everybody oh, ahead, watching this show who's a running back, I don't hate y'all. I really want y'all to get paid. <laughs> it's just like the way of people building teams. If, if your goal is to win the Super Bowl, it's not tying it up in your running back. That's it. But I love all running back. Shout out to LT, man. <laughs> well, as far as the Packers go, I mean, everybody that he mentioned, those are the guys that's going to be going anyway. Baltari's gone. Alexander's already out of there already. I think both of those running backs need to go. I would, AJ Dillon and Dillon is a free agent, so I, I, I don't I think they're going to even talk to him this offseason. Yeah, both of those guys should be out of the door. So I think with that left, um, they should be fine. Um, as far as the Steelers go, the Steelers just be bringing in people. They bring in a lot of like um, minimum kind of guys, guys that probably got like a little something left in the tank. Um, they brought in, uh, like they used to play for the Jaguars, they brought in. Uh, Prince Patrick? Yeah, remember? No, Minka? Linebacker. No, no um, you talking about, um, uh, I can see his face. They, they, I know they tend exactly to do that most, They tend to do that every year. They bring in a guy like that. But, I mean, a guy like Casey Hayward, who's been there for a minute, his number got to be crazy. I know he's one of those, those anchors in the locker room, you know what I mean, probably too. So I could see him probably moving out. They, Pat Peterson definitely need to go. He need to go home. Facts. Miles Jack, that's who you're talking about. Yeah, there you go, Miles Jack. Allen Robinson, he's going to get some money for him. I think his his number is something like six million, six to eight million in that range, if I could say, by getting rid of him. But I think this and is the draft time that you make receivers. that move. Yeah, but I think this is the time they make the move, the stiller move, where the guy that you think who's going to be the next to carry the baton, it's time for him to jump to the top. I think it's time for Deontay to go. Go ahead and let okay. Pickens come in, let him take the role. And the guy that you drafted in the same draft, I believe, as Pickens is Kevin Austin. Go yeah. ahead and bring Kevin Austin up. And bring him up and get him moving and grooving too. So um I think it's time for that baton to be passed. We've seen it with A D, Mike Wallace, you name it. You know what I'm saying? Um, San Antonio home is what they do. <laughs> you can go all the back to high board. It's what they do. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the year. You know what I'm saying? I think it's time for Deontay to go ahead and go. Even though he's not that old, I think it's time nah. for him to go and, and feature Pickens. I think he needs to be featured. Yeah. He's already been upset about not getting the ball. And then when he does get the ball, he's making things happen. So it's, it's time. I think right. it's time. And that will about wrap it up for us this week. Make sure you join us on next week. And remember, tell the truth. Tell the truth.